Hey everyone, this is Stacy with Holy Spirit Soapbox. I'm so glad you're joining in today. When your money's low and you seem to be struggling, what's your initial feeling? What do you do when that happens? Now the flip side, what happens when all's going well financially? What is your feeling then? So being married, Dan and I obviously have these financial discussions a lot. And the other night, he kind of had this weird revelation. We started talking and really worrying about our savings and our retirement plan and all of our bank accounts and all that fun stuff. Um, Given that pretty much everything at this time that I'm recording this anyway is just extremely expensive, eggs are through the roof and, and gas is really, really high. Inflation is just at its highest right now. It started to get in our heads, especially with a family to support. What happens if inflation is even higher when we're ready to retire? This was a loaded question for us. We started to kind of drive ourselves crazy as anyone would do. First, we kind of get bogged down with what ifs. We spend so much time worrying about things that it takes us to this whole other level of fight or flight. What can or will we do to ensure that our family is taken care of? Second, if we're going through a struggle right now, sometimes our comfort is based on our financial situation. It's crazy. Like sometimes when I have to hit the pay now button on a credit card or, you know, just even to place an order for something that we need, I get kind of like a weird, like scary, cringy feeling in my stomach. And generally, like things are going well, the chips are up, our mood is up. But when the chips are down, our mood is down. We have to think about why we're so conditionally led by our everyday situations, especially something so feeble like finances. Third, James mentions that our life is like a vapor or a mist. Here today, gone tomorrow. So how can we plan for anything, really? I'm not saying we shouldn't be smart with our money and try to manage it well as an individual or a family or plan to save up for emergencies and or gifts for children, grandchildren, great-grandchildren, etc. We're huge non-believers in YOLO or you only live once. We can't take it with us, so we should spend money mindlessly. Yeah, no, we're not into that. But our mood should not be based on these what-ifs. I know you've maybe heard the verse where Jesus assures us that we're taken care of and don't need to worry. The scripture is from the book of Luke, chapter 12, verses 25 to 27. And it reads, Therefore I tell you, do not worry about your life, what you will eat or drink, or about your body, what you will wear. Is not life more than food and the body more than clothes? Look at the birds of the air. They do not sow or reap or gather into barns, and yet your heavenly Father feeds them. Are you not much more valuable than they? Who of you by worrying can add a single hour to his life? So we hear that and maybe even know that, but how often do we remember it and live by it? We assume the burden of supplying what we need is in our hands. And this is so far from the truth. All things were created by God, including us. And if you love and trust in God, all things will come to you because we really actually don't own anything in this world. We just have a perceived ownership of the money we have, the house we have, cars, the control and power we might have at our companies, things like that. 
greed usually leads us to feeling like we don't have enough. I'm worth so much more than that. And thinking we should own more than that, or be more than that, or act like we have more than that. A good way to look at all this is we are the managers of God's money and resources. And he is the CEO, CFO, president, owner, etc. He's the head honcho at the company, and we're just the manager. He guides us on how to use his resources. And let me just say, as an ex-control freak, I used to think I had my whole life in control and I was in control of everything I did, everything I thought, every decision I made. And once I started following Jesus and really gave everything up to God, what a relief, what a weight off of my shoulders. It is so freeing to give it all away. So now let's think about it like this. If you were, or are maybe, a person that oversees the money at a company, you wouldn't misuse it, would you? You most likely wouldn't because there's a risk of being fired or put in jail or something that is detrimental to your life on, here on this earth. Although God wouldn't fire you, <laughs> he expects us to utilize our resources for the good of his will. It's easy to get caught up in thinking that you've earned all the money and resources you have, but it's a slippery slope to think that way. If you start thinking that we're given this money, since we can't take it with us anyway, to continue to grow the kingdom of God and make disciples, it's less of a burden. I've worked in the budget and finance industry for many, many years, most of my career, and it's kind of eye-opening to see how some budget managers really treat their company's funding as their own. Like if they don't spend every penny that's left in their budget on themselves or their department, it's a waste. But in reality, if you don't spend that money, it usually just goes back to the company's funds, like a big pool of funds. And usually, if you have a good company, they'll reinvest it into their employees or something that everyone can use. It's just another example of us being selfish versus selfless. And I'm not trying to point any fingers or point out any departments in specific, but we all tend to have that mentality at work and especially especially at home with our own family finances. When we make money or receive money or resources of any kind, Dan and I always try to ask God how he wants us to use it. We can use it selfishly sometimes, and sometimes there's nothing wrong with buying ourselves something that we would like to use or is a tool to help our ministry or something like that. But where it's getting getting dangerous is when we only focus on selfish wants and not glorifying God with the things that we buy. It gets even more dangerous when greed takes over and we want more and more and more of it, which makes us use less of these resources on other people that are in need. If you've never been a manager at a company or anywhere for that matter, you were called to manage all of the resources you have in your life to glorify God, the kingdom, and to help others who are not given those resources or have had those opportunities or maybe some that have had those resources stripped away from them. It's our duty to use the things we have to help others and to love others as Jesus loves us. Let Jesus guide you on how we should use his money and his resources. We're giving you some verses to meditate on for this episode. The first is from the book of Proverbs, chapter 3, verse 9. 
The second is from the book of Ecclesiastes, chapter 5, verse 10. The book of Matthew, chapter 6, verse 24. And the last is from the book of Hebrews, chapter 13, verse 5. As always, we'll put those verses in the description box below, along with these questions we'd like you to meditate on as well. Question 1. Has the fear of losing money or material things ever gotten in the way of helping or loving others? Question 2. Does your love for material things and or money sometimes overpower your love for God? If so, why do you think that happens? And question three is, what are some ways you can use your resources to help spread the love and kingdom of God? Thanks so much for joining me in this episode today. We are just so thankful for all of you who join in, if it's once in a while or if it's every week or if it's this is your first episode ever. We just, we are so appreciative of you and we love you so much and we thank you. And now if you'd like to join me, uh, please take your prayer posture and we'll talk to our God in heaven. Our Father, we know that we tend to put worry and fear of everyday life, including money and material things, in front of our love for you. You've entrusted us with these things and we've taken them to glorify ourselves instead of glorifying you. Please continue to give us our daily bread of your word and the resources you feel that we need to continue to increase your kingdom and bring your gospel into this world. We ask that you keep us from our selfishness so that all things that we have are used for your glory. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen.